0: There's a reason there's a line at Starbucks and it ain't the fact that the coffee's good.
1: Uh, I had this idea to open my own coffee shop but I was only going to like have not like a big espresso machine or whatever just like I'm going to be back there like just with shit you can make at home.
0: My Easy Mac? Yeah, like
1: my (laughs) idea for the the name of this coffee shop is I could have made this at home. (laughs) You know? And then like people would come in, watch me do it and then I'd give them the coffee and they'd say, I could have made this it own. I and then our staff would be trained to go, yeah, you fucking could have.
0: Might be tough to get a small business loan for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'd probably not work out, but I'd make a point. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for our uh, ship christening today. Uh, we're going to kick off our first episode, seasonally appropriate, with an
0: airing of the movie "Thanks Killing." Uh, My name is Brandon. This is my buddy Steve. Hi everybody, Uh, I'm Steve. We just thought we would start out by just letting you get to know us a little bit. We are middle-aged from middle America. All in our uh, uh, Midwestern sensibilities. I'm from Ohio, Brandon's from Wisconsin. Personally for me, movies have been a huge part of my life. I remember as a little kid watching the Double Chiller Theater on Friday nights on Channel 10 back in Columbus with Fritz the Night Owl, the host. My favorites were always the Godzilla movies and and whatnot, or the old school uh, uh, Frankenstein. So classic movies, but what we would definitely consider, you know, they're not. No one's winning an Oscar for one of these. One of these flicks. So that was it. Uh, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents and my grandma always had old movies on the on the uh, on the TV in his background. So that's a lot of a lot of good childhood memories. And then I worked for five six years at an AMC movie theater while I was in high school and college. So I did everything there from making popcorn, to selling tickets, but uh, most of the time I was a projectionist. So I got a huge uh, opportunity to watch a lot of movies, watch them after, after hours. See once that a lot of people didn't get to see, so uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, I'm a dad of two, and probably as a kid, my favorite movie was Star Wars. I would say here more recently, it's the Deadpool series, and then uh, probably my favorite B movie that we've watched so far is Rubber, um, which I'm sure we will get to at some point. Uh, that that's that's me in a nutshell.
1: And as you can tell, Steve is obviously the movie expert of the group. I'm more of a guy who is uh, skills lying drinking and talking trash, mostly. I'm kind of the, the uh, similar profile to Steve. Uh, we decided a couple of years ago during the pandemic that we were gonna start hanging out uh, in my basement, watch some movies, drink some booze. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. So uh, here we are now. Figured we would see what everyone else had to say about what we have to say.
0: Yeah, we crack ourselves up making fun of these movies. So we hopefully we can do the same for you.
1: All right, well now that you know who we are, as I said, we're going to start our first uh, episode here with the movie Killing." It's uh, just a dandy of a movie. Since this movie takes place in your hometown or your area, Steve, I, you're the expert on the movie, right? Uh, so, sure. So, so why don't you tell us a little bit about it? I mean, you must have grown up probably worrying about it this uh, demonically possessed turkey, right?
0: Well, you know, a necromanced turkey was always a point of contention in the central Ohio area. So, and, and, and just to let the listeners know that anytime either of us utters the word expert, you should envision air quotes because neither of us are expert in it, pretty much anything. So Thanksgiving was a, 2000, or a 2008 release. It's got a 65-minute running time. It had a huge, monumental blockbuster budget of thirty-five hundred American dollars. It was directed by Jordan Downey, who is a native of Newark, Ohio. That's like thirty-five million Vietnamese dong. <laughs> um, Jordan Downey is a, a native of Newark, Ohio, which is about thirty minutes east, uh, northeast of where I grew up in, in Groveport, Ohio. Uh, he went to uh, Loyola Marymount for college. For film school and uh interesting fact is he uh, he actually interned under the legendary west craven who you know you may remember from nightmare on Elm street series now the um, stars in our show notes here i've got that in quotes because pretty much nobody has been in anything else other than thanks killing in the sequel which we will get to later thanks killing three Maybe one or two other smaller smaller movies. Uh, so there's Lance Pedmore, who, is, who plays Johnny. Lance is also from Ohio, from a town called Belle Fountain, or as we like to say, Betty Fontaine, um, and our best Alice Cooper from Wayne's World. Uh, he was also in a movie called Helementary, which I think we may have to add to the list. It that sounds good. I like the title. The title, the title is, is, is key. Aaron Rice, Ring, Ringhauser Carlson plays Billy. Uh, Ryan E. Francis is Darren. He is from Reynoldsburg, Ohio, which is about 15 minutes away from the suburb of Columbus that I grew up in. So basically this movie just stars all your cousins? Pretty much. I, I, I did, these kids are, are a little bit younger than I am. They're closer to your age, but I did, did play uh, club soccer with a couple, bunch of guys from Reynoldsburg. So lots of friends there. And actually the first bike shop I worked at was in Reynoldsburg. So, you know, I do have some uh, some ties there. Ryan Francis, another kind of interesting side fact for him, he was a drummer in a female-fronted punk band called Overrated. And I spent more hours than I want to admit trying to find a clip of their music so we could play it on here, and it does not exist in the Internet.
1: Well, then apparently they were appropriately rated.
0: Correct. Now we get to our our female cast. uh, Lindsay Anderson as Kristen. She was also in a, a movie called Terror Firmer. Natasha Cordova as Allie who was also in, uh, she, was, she was in um, Thanksgiving 3, and then she's listed as, as credits of three different television shows. I don't think any of them were ever aired or streamed, so take that for what you may. A guy named Colonel Bastard uh, plays Oscar the Hermit, and then the largest star of the entire movie is a lady named Wanda Lust. Her character is the Naked Pilgrim, which is uh, key in the opening, kind of the cold open of the movie. She's also in Killing 3. She has 21 other credited acting roles. Uh, we're getting most of our inf-
1: information from IMDb. Your notes here say adult films, Steve. Where did you do this research?
0: It was on IMDb. Yes, so of her 23 credited film uh, roles, 21 of them are adult films, so... Uh, also, I found out that they hired her from an ad on Craigslist. So
1: well, that is where you can find adult film
0: actors. So now, um, so so that's those are our stars. Our budget. There was no box office information for this film. I, I, I almost hesitate using the word film, but. <laughs> we will out of respect for for the for their efforts. So Well, it's
1: clearly this this is like a passion project of for these folks, which is what makes it just really wonderful. I mean, you've got uh, your nine actors here, seven, and they probably grew up together, they're probably friendly, maybe they go to school together, there's maybe a college sort of a thing. I like the movies where the people are just there to have fun.
0: Yep. Yep. It it shows um you know no no one's winning again, no one's winning an Oscar. For the acting chops in, in this film, but they, uh, they they definitely have a passion for it, so so that is good. the The tagline of the film, if you see it on the uh, if you look it up on Amazon, or uh, this is available to stream on Tubi, Freevee with uh, with commercials. If that's not your thing, you can pay three dollars, I think it is, and watch it on Amazon. And that will significantly add to their box office receipts. I'm going to skip down to the last one In fact first, since we're talking about budget and box office here. They couldn't find anyone to distribute this film. What they did was they printed off a bunch of DVDs and sold them on Amazon. It took them a year to sell the first 1,000 copies. Um, I, I almost bought one for this just to say as a commemorative for our first podcast, hey, we, here we go. We've got it. They're $10, $11 a piece right now. So, you know, that's $10,000. So that's a good return on your investment there, yep. $3,500. They had the tagline, which you'll see on the DVD cover or any of the advertisements for this film, tagline is, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. They had that tagline before they even wrote a script. They had an idea of, hey, no one's made a horror movie around Thanksgiving. There's Christmas, there's Halloween, there's even Easter. But, you know, they couldn't find one for Thanksgiving, so that's where this came from.
1: See, and this is one of the things that I find interesting is, you know, growing up in a small town. In the upper Midwest the biggest holiday of the year was in my town the day before Thanksgiving because that was when all the college kids would come back to visit family for the holiday and there was it was a big night out at the bar so I like to envision these handful of kids out at the bar Thanksgiving Eve and one of them just yells gobble gobble motherfucker and then someone else said you know what would be awesome we should do a movie we
0: should do a movie about that that'd be great it, it was between uh, Jordan's junior and senior year of college when, he, when they filmed this. So, I'd say he's probably 21. That would have been the drinking age in Ohio then. So, yeah, that, that you, you could make it. It's just a theory. I wasn't there. I like it. So. I like it. So, they filmed the, uh, the, uni- the campus, campus portions of this movie on the campus of Denison University in uh, Granville, Ohio. I almost went to school there, but it's a private school, and it was way too goddamn expensive. Beautiful campus. If you're in central Ohio, go check it out, especially in the fall. Tons of trees, beautiful leaves, fall foliage, all that fun stuff.
1: And like Steve mentioned earlier, Jordan uh, did an internship with Wes Craven. I mean, that's like that's legit right there. I mean, That's legit. Uh, they filmed this movie over about a week or so, five, six days, at Loyola Marymount. Where's that?
0: Well, no, I, Loyola Marymount's where he went to school. That's in L.A., and then, so, so it was on the campus of Denison, and then I, I'm assuming, they, I, I couldn't tell for sure, but I think most of the film is, is done, was shot in the residential areas of Newark near where his parents had a small kind of hobby farm. So, so they did that. Uh, the opening scene, the naked pilgrim scene, uh, I say in quotes, but it's not in quotes. It is a naked pilgrim running around, getting chased by the demon turkey. It really um, grabs your attention right from the jump. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's no fluff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah in the beginning These guys of this did film. not
1: come to make this movie to screw around.
0: No. Uh, and uh, it was shot in a public park without a filming permit. So so it was kind of done um, just you know uh, 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 guerrilla
1: style. So. Sure. Well, this isn't like a French beach on the Mediterranean. I mean, no. You, you, you probably cannot get a permit. In Granville, Ohio, to have a
0: woman run around topless in a park—that would be frowned upon. That would be frowned upon. Jordan created the turkey puppet, and then is also the voice of Turkey, uh, which is the name of the character. Is Turkey spelled T-U-R-K-I-E? All right. Well, uh, if any of you haven't seen the movie, maybe
1: you're not interested in watching it. Uh, I, I honestly don't know why you wouldn't. The movie. Actually, it's pretty freaking hilarious.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, we should also point out that for all of our podcasts, there will be spoilers. <laughs> oh, of course. So. Yeah, so just uh, I'm going to tell you what happens in the movie.
1: If you don't have the 66 minutes to invest in this movie, I'll uh, I'll give it to you in the next two. Yep. Here's the plot summary. Yeah, so five friends head out of a college for a Thanksgiving break. And in a turn of fate that you could not imagine, they happen to go camping in a town... Where a turkey was necromanced by some sort of uh, Native American witchcraft.
0: That would be by Chief Feathercloud.
1: 500 and exactly 505 years ago to the day.
0: Minus 45 minutes.
1: Yeah, well, you have to wait till midnight, and then
0: that's where everything goes bad.
1: So the pilgrims around our original Thanksgiving had wronged the great Chief Feathercloud. So he. Necromance this turkey Created a, like a, a small totem idol yep. That uh, if Apparently that little totem Is also offended in some way uh, Brings this turkey back to life Who then goes and Kills anyone who Might be affiliated Associated, related to the descendant of The original pilgrims
0: Or pisses off the turkey
1: Or pisses off the turkey So these five kids are really, are really stuck The turkey's after them and then the killing begins.
0: All right, Steve. Well, why don't you tell us what we're drinking this week? Today, or this week, we're gonna drink the Cool Spice Cider, or a variation thereof. So we've had this before, it was really good. So the uh, actual recipe is an ounce and a half of a apple spiced rum. And again, we are not going to give um, brands unless it is absolutely necessary. An ounce of apple cider, dash of bitters, half ounce of lemon juice, some ginger ale is what you need. So put everything but the ginger ale into a shaker cocktail. So our, our uh, change on the alteration is gonna be, Brandon mixed up some apple pie moonshine, using what, Bacardi or, no, uh, what was the spirit that you used? It was...
1: Oh, it was 160 proof Austrian rum.
0: There we go. Yeah, so, no
1: brand names.
0: So Austrian rum rather than the apple spiced rum. We just did a shot of it, it was not too shabby. So I've got, I'm gonna make a double batch of this so I don't have to do it once. So I've got my ounce and a half of the apple pie in there. We're gonna do an ounce and a half of just straight up apple cider. The original recipe is awesome. So it's it's quite good and it's a good holiday, fall, early winter cocktail. So I've got my apple cider in. Couple, it says one dash of bitters, but I usually go two or four in this case since we're making a bunch of them. And then half ounce of lemon juice. Yeah, close enough. We're precise on this podcast and down here, and as we drink more of these, the precision will go down, I'm sure. If past performance is any indicator. And then I have a couple rocks glasses. Divvy your cocktail up between the two glasses. The recipe does call for a garnish of a slice of apple. We were being lazy today because I did not have any apples at the house and I'm not sure Brandon did it, does either. So we also brought some club soda because like I said, the, the first time we made this from the following the actual recipe, it was a bit sweet. So I don't need to go into any sort of diabetic coma here. <laughs> so we got it, we're gonna taste, All roast. Right, man, cheers. That is tasty and dangerous.
1: It is still very good. Yeah. And the original recipe is also very good. It was just, I thought that the, uh, that apple rum or whatever we were drinking was a little,
0: little weak for my my taste, so. Yeah, um, I'm sure we'll cover this on a future cast that uh, Brandon's margaritas are deadly, so watch it.
1: I have toned them down a bit.
0: Anyway, that's uh, that's the cocktail so far, so it's the modified... Spiced cool, apple, cool apple, cool spiced cider. The modified. Cool Spiced cider. So delicious,
1: excellent. Two thumbs up. All right, we'll have several more of these, and we'll get started on our movie. Well, we're on to our second drink, and Steve is already calling an audible by adding the rum back in, in addition to the apple, apple pie, pie and moonshine. moonshine.
0: So now no, I did bring the rum down a little bit because that spiced apple flavor is. I think it's very important for the cocktail. But I also tried to, the first one was a little sweet, so I added some uh, club soda to it rather than ginger beer, and uh, it it works well. All right, well, we'll see how it turns out. And now, the year is 1621, the olden days. Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, that apple flavor in the rum is key.
0: Yeah. It makes it.
1: There's Wanda Lust.
0: Yep. In all her glory. Illegally
1: showing her stuff in a park in a pleasant little small town in Ohio. Wouldn't the sort of teetotaling pilgrim types have made sure to keep their top buttoned up?
0: Perhaps, (laughs) but, you know, who knows? Maybe they were all snockers. It it does say it was was shortly after the first Thanksgiving. That's true. Which, now, that is an error in the plot, so how did this totem from the first Thanksgiving in in Massachusetts end up in central Ohio? But, you
1: know. I wouldn't worry too much about plot holes in this. (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) And then after a very brief history of Turkey's origin story, we meet our main protagonists, Allie, Kristen, Johnny, Billy, and Darren. And Darren sort of sets the mood for what this vacation's gonna be all about. Oh, Thanksgiving break! Yes! Yes! Damn, Bill. Yeah. Kill those puppies up. Don't see your nasty titties. Whew. I'm trying to get Ali to show a big old pig <laughs> Yeah!
0: Oh, <my laughs> big break, guys. Let's get wasted. Just pull your shirt down,
1: honey. It's Thanksgiving, not Titsgiving. What? I
0: thought John
1: would be thankful for my glorious
0: movies. And now I am. Yeah, I know you. You're, you're the backup quarterback for the Tritons, aren't you?
1: That's just because I broke my leg last season. You know Trent. First what the hell's a Triton? triton? Oh, oh, yeah, you're you're part uh, of the you, Yeah, but like I could see Titans, I could see Tridents. What's a Triton? I don't know. Skinny dipping without any clothes on. I'm gonna ghost ride the whip, man. Woo! <laughs> Good for you, Darren. I'm gonna have sex with someone in this car. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little you know, open-ended, isn't it? It's not to be just. Yeah. Me, He's not particular. Me. Any one of the four will do. I'm gonna be the one doing the sexing. <laughs> yeah. To one of you. But it isn't gonna be me, <laughs> Thanks for the warning, Darren. And as our heroes continue on their road trip, they have a little car trouble and stumble upon a location with which no one in the group is familiar except for Darren. Luckily, he's there to educate them. Don't do it, Flashy. Don't pee on that.
0: Uh, Flashy's pissing on the total. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he looks like a guy, like in uh, uh, Sesame Street, like the way he used his finger along all the letters <laughs> in the bottom yeah. of the sign. Crawberg. Oh, okay. Nope, Darren, we don't know what Crawberg is. so
0: this is an homage to uh, Friday the Thirteenth, where they find the counselors find the Camp Crystal the sign. An old Indian by the name of Feather Cloud some people thought black magic powers
1: was and only four fingers on each hand apparently oh, so this guy here who's looking for his dog mm-hmm. he's basically John Wick yeah that's Colonel Bastard yeah Colonel, Colonel Bastard is John Wick yeah hell,
0: that's that? true killed well, he killed his dog he
1: killed his dog and now he's going to kill the turkey it's actually a very dramatic movie yeah, it's very it's that's so deep. Most, a lot of layers.
0: Layers. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense.
1: And now, despite the fact that Darren seems knowledgeable on the subject, the gang remains skeptical. Be careful. Yeah, and don't wander off too far. There might be an evil turkey on the loose. Yeah, talk shit all you want, Billy. Good,
0: Billy. Oh, Billy, 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 Billy. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey on the loose. Wow, Kristen, you're like almost as dumb as I am. You're,
1: so- <laughs> I you're almost as dumb as I am. No. Out of everything here, I thought you would believe me. Screw you, Johnny. I mean, he looked around for exactly zero seconds. So he has investigated and he has decided.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he is a backup quarterback for Trayvans. <laughs> you can screw me, Johnny. This little baby bunny got his stomach not open by his feet. I if Darren is studying to be a turkeyologist though,
1: like, school. <laughs> well, you know, he needs to reflect. Johnny's not the kind of guy that goes to makes uh, split-second decisions. He doesn't jump to conclusions. He
0: is though. not going to call an audible.
1: Yeah, he's a deep thinker. And after a good night's sleep, Johnny is able to get the group back on the road with some uh, repairs to his Jeep. But unfortunately, it doesn't take long for Turkey to catch up with them. And start picking them off one by one. We I mean, you're the cool kids, right? Whatever. We just go back, join our families, and have a nice Thanksgiving break. Yes, in their entire university, these four knobs are the cool kids. It's like our legs are harder to shut than the John Bonnet Ramsey case. Ooh, John Bonet Ramsey reference number two.
0: I hate to use that one like three times a movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: These are good friends, though. I mean, she only has the one zinger, and they laugh at it hysterically every time. It's very supportive of them. Well,
0: she's the smart one of the groups. So you were saying earlier that they didn't think there was much character development in this, but this entire Jeep ride has set up all their character traits. That's true. So, I mean, it's, it's deeper than you think.
1: Sure. Maybe the movie is a little deeper than you'd think. But then again... This guy being so willing to have sex with a demonically possessed turkey does not reflect well on the citizens of Ohio.
0: I think he's passing through. He's probably from Michigan.
1: How does she not know that she's having sex with a turkey right now and not the guy she was just having sex with?
0: You've been stuffed. you You just got stuffed. extra small. <laughs>
1: Why would the turkey use a condom?
0: So they could it, say the line, extra small gravy flavored condom.
1: <laughs> well, and Ellie is a promiscuous young lady, I guess. Maybe he's worried about some sort of sexually transmitted disease.
0: Turkeys are very intelligent birds.
1: That's the nice thing about turkey. Does he kill people? Sure, but he practices safe sex.
0: He's <laughs> conscientious.
1: Well at least Dad died happy. If he would have lived till the morning he would have found out that Johnny was lying to him when he is not the starting quarterback of the Tritons. That is true. And just in case anyone's wondering how Steve did at the golf course today.
0: I shot a 44 on the back nine
1: today. Oh did you? Yeah. Nice. That was the front nine. Wait and then while I wonder what this movie means for the quality of our country's educational system, Steve attacks another Big Ten school. See, like now this part where the turkey kills the sheriff, cuts his face off, wears the sheriff's face on his own turkey face. And then they're talking to him as though he is the sheriff, does not reflect well on Denison University. Because they must let the dumbest fucking people on the planet into that school.
0: Well, they'll use it as a filming location. In The script they're like actually going to school someplace in New Jersey because otherwise it would have taken them five minutes to drive from Denison to Newark where they're so like these
1: five assholes go to Princeton, then
0: probably more like Rutgers <laughs> <laughs> or some sort of community college adjacent to one of those. <laughs> I think it just oh, states that the no, turkey Martin is a master of disguise. <laughs> well, that's um, for sure. Gadget. Years, I was just trying to avoid a long
1: conversation. That's right. That
0: makes sense. Alright guys, let's get to work. Gonna be a montage. You to need a montage.
1: Alas, after two minutes of research, Billy becomes frustrated with the concept of books and separates himself from the rest of the group. I'm out of here. Be careful, Billy. Don't go off on you know your own, you're Billy.
0: Well, That's fair. The smartest
1: thing he said the whole movie is true. It's all my fault. It's not
0: your fault. There are just some things in life we can't control. And unfortunately, this isn't like a football game where we can just call it Audible at any time. You're right. Life is not like a playbook. I just got to roll with it. It's true. Life
1: moves on. These kids are getting over the death of their parents really quickly.
0: I really appreciate everything.
1: But with Billy off on his own, Turkey's able to track him down and kill him. By bursting through his chest like that seen in Alien. Then Darren and the rest of the group find Billy, moments from death, on the side of the road. And Darren is forced to say a tearful goodbye to his best friend. Double gobble, gobble motherfucker. <laughs> now that's
0: my call foul play. <laughs> so they were shooting this thing. That was a real shocking <laughs> show. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to do that today. <laughs> yeah, probably not. No,
1: Billy, Billy, my buddy, my best friend. No, you can't go like this,
0: Billy. You can't
1: go like this. <laughs> it's a really sad movie. Well, all their friends are dying. And
0: <laughs> it's not even a bad I want to go Because of you, you I You're my best friend. think good and bad times. Good and bad times together, Billy. It's not going to end like this. There's going to be many more good times. Yeah, I don't think so, fella. That's what I thought. A pussy and let's make this happen. <laughs> I, I,
1: I do Don't you want to avenge both of your parents' death, guy? No. We <laughs> send Darren in not die. I'm wasn't fair, baby.
0: And when I'm not, I just call an audible.
1: Thought we agreed <sighs> ten minutes <sighs> ago. You can't just call an audible. You kids can't kill me, assholes. I'm invincible.
0: You're invincible. <laughs>
1: He's got a little you bit of, of fish some Baelor oh, Twine. Same like butcher's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Trust him. Oh my God. You're fired.
0: What is this? It looks like I got something you don't got, Turkey. What's that,
1: Darren? A
0: vagina? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I got a book.
1: Well, it sounds like Billy should have had more faith in books, because Darren was able to use the spell he researched to remove Turkey's powers and bring him to justice.
0: Oh, so. Long.
1: Not nah, this time, asshole! Oh, 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 fuck! <laughs> <laughs> How did the the wandering hermit or whatever find me? <laughs> well, he is John Wick.
0: Well, it looks like my work's done here. Killed that goddamn turkey and to death to my dog, old Flashy. Yeah, I'm really sorry about your dog. That must be hard to deal with. Well, I know he's in a better place now, but.
1: Still hurts a little bit on the inside. One of the days,
0: you kids there, you might feel what I feel when losing somebody you love, like your mother, your father, your best friend. Well, I got kids. <laughs> yeah. Like Billy, yeah, Billy, Billy,
1: Billy. But wait, they did lose their mothers and fathers and best friends.
0: But not their dog.
1: And they don't seem to give a shit at all. I don't
0: think we can do anything to top this one. What do you say we go back to Christmas and watch the movie? <laughs>
1: <Hell yes. laughs> we'll just roll is her dad's corpse
0: over. <laughs> yeah, there's two dead people in there. Yeah, there's only one at Kristen's house. Johnny's house had two. No, that's right.
1: The mom got the divorce in time. Sadly, it's not as easy as just going back to Kristen's house to watch a movie. And Johnny gets a bad feeling. Unfortunately, the residents of Ohio apparently just discard their nuclear waste in regular bins at the street corner on Ooh, the curbs. a
0: label on the side that like
1: <laughs> just wheel that out to the curb on Mondays.
0: No, every other Monday. Oh, you got him by the giblets. No, I thought I heard turkey. have. this must have been a bad dream.
1: There's no way, Johnny. He had a shotgun wound the size of my head. Plus we said the prayer In reverse.
0: Yeah, you're right. He's got to be dead. unless he fell into
1: some radioactive waste. <laughs> well, yeah. well, of course, if you fell into radioactive waste, that cancels out all of the necromancy stuff.
0: That has well, been a trope go of a lot of still these little, movies. Freak out,
1: Why would there be any radioactive Darren. waste outside? Oh shit, is it Sunday?
0: Dancy. This is what I'm supposed to put it out. Kids, take the, take the radioactive waste out to the curb. Why is smell no
1: How did this family end up with the turkey on their
0: table? It's just the way it is. To be continued in space!
1: All right, Steve, so we just finished our screening of Thanksgiving. I saw you taking uh, copious notes. What'd you think?
0: I like it and you know you, it, 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 it's hard to go wrong with a 60 minute flick even if it sucks it's only an hour you're going to spend less time than that or more time than that I should say rather scrolling through Facebook memes or reels while you're on the toilet in the next day or so so why not give it a shot it was uh, it, had, it had a lot going for it it was uh, like, you, like you said earlier it was a passion project you could tell acting's not great Writing's not great. Special effects aren't great. But the special effects do let you chuckle. And isn't that what it's all about? It's being entertained?
1: Yeah, you know, I I agree with you. I mean, I think... Yeah, it wasn't a great, well-produced movie, but I like it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Turkey has... It's like one zinger after another. I can't tell what part of it was the least believable from like a... You know, how do people actually interact with each other kind of thing? True. You know. you know, that's part of what they were doing. Like they were leaning into this is just something completely goofy, it doesn't make any sense, so who cares?
0: Yep, I'd um, agree. I'd agree. And it was uh it was just like 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 you said, it was fun. I would watch it again. There is a sequel, Thanks Killing Three they skipped right over to that uh, I we We have not seen, and we might have to hold that off till next thanksgiving and uh, it actually has a budget of over a hundred thousand dollars I didn't do much research on that, but it was uh it it is there, so that might be i have to add that on the list of future future movies um We are three to four drinks in by now in this hour long flick, so that does help. <laughs>
1: uh, But So, if our grading scale that we're going to use for this is uh, like a bottom-shelf booze, middle-shelf booze, top-shelf booze, what sort of rating do you give to this movie?
0: I think for this one, we'd have to split it up a little bit. I think for creativity and originality, I'm going to give it a top-shelf. Yeah. There are no other Thanksgiving-themed horror flicks. So, you know, they've got that going for them. Special effects... It's like the stuff they clean out of the drains. Um, <laughs> lower than well. Overall, let's give it a medium, a middle shelf. It was entertaining. It met the it met the running time criteria. You can watch it a couple times. I will say that it's got to have the most zingers, one line, one liners, whatever you want to call it, memorable, quotable lines per minute of movie of any movie that we've seen. Oh for sure. Probably it's up there with Deadpool. Yeah, I
1: mean if you were like just trying to clip highlights from the movie, the whole movie was a highlight on the scale of what's the good parts of this movie.
0: Yep. Yep. Not a not a lot of fat on that on that yeah. bone. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Everything that truly sucked must have ended up on the cutting room floor.
0: I don't think anything ended up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> but I think I, I, I see where you're going on this. <laughs> And I agree.
1: All right, so that was uh, Thanksgiving. We'll be back in a week or two with something else. I haven't decided
0: yet, but there will be another movie. There will be another cocktail. Some more banter. We'll, uh, we're going to probably add an uh, observation or gripe of the week kind of thing um, into the podcast or, or just kind of what's, what's got us thinking or our juices going. As we as we continue this,
1: so. yeah. So we, we do appreciate you all uh, tuning in.
0: Yep, thank you. Thank and
1: you. we'll uh, talk to you later.